When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. I've been guilty of this through the process of being a mother. Losing my identity in the beginning. Yes. Of life kind of stopped because now I'm here. Yes, at the time, because your children really need you. But I feel like people stay in that vibration rather than understanding like, hey, 18 years from now, who are you when they leave? Because they're going to leave and they're going to have their own lives. And then what? Sometimes we have to just take that weight off and understand, okay, in order for us to see more things happen in our lives or to just basically be a good mom, Mm -hmm. I need to focus on me. I feel like in order to be like the best parent you can be, you have to love yourself enough to know it's okay to not be there all the time. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet ya. Have some tequila and say, First of all, Squats and Margaritas is like the best name for a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I was always calculating calories and macros. And when I just calmed the F down, I found my physical ideal. Am I addicted to moderate drinking? You're very subtly admitting powerlessness and unmanageability. And I'm proud yeah. of you. That's beautiful. Did you struggle with actual eating disorders? Anorexia and bulimia. Um, wow, thank you for saying for me, that, Katie. Correct. Nothing screws up a kid more than having a parent on top of that kid all the time. Kenya Moore. Before I take a shower, I would always step on scale. And I saw my daughter starting to do that. Like, she doesn't know how to even read the numbers, but yeah. she saw me doing it. Actress Melissa Joan Hart. I remember the first time I was told I could be a movie star if I lost weight. 10 pounds when I weighed 103. Pinky Cole. Were you high when you came up with the name? I was very high. <laughs> this is Squats and Margaritas. This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Rookie 2024, Sharina Gutierrez. She's a model. She's a mom of three. She's an entrepreneur, a sound guide. She was chosen as a finalist from the Swimfluence model casting call. And as of today, recording this, it was announced that she is a 2024 rookie. Again, mom of three. I am here for it. Sharina has made it her mission to spread light and love to the world and be a voice for anyone who feels less than their true potential. I am so excited to talk to her, especially today, as it was announced that she is an SI rookie. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. And please, please take two seconds to leave me a review for Squats and Margaritas on Apple Podcast. Here is my episode with SI 2024 rookie, Sharina Gutierrez. Oh, hey, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit rookie. (laughs) I've been like in tears, crying, and just... It's been an insane journey. Yeah. Now I have like the breaking news. Like you announced it today and I have you today. Congratulations. (laughs) I am so excited to have you here. I we're going to get into it, but as you know, I also submitted for the sports illustrated swim search and did not get it. 
I started rolling with you as soon as I saw your submission video and that you were a finalist, a mom of three. I am so behind your message of just spreading light and love and confidence and women finding their confidence as a mom. You're not over. You matter too. And you can still do all the things. We're going to get into it. I want to start. I know you've been modeling since you were 12. I might cry through this. It's okay. <laughs> it's, such should. it's insane. Okay. Yes. You can cry. We can edit uh, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> stop whenever you need to. Um, I know you've been modeling since you were 12. I personally struggled with body image and multiple eating disorders in my teens and early twenties. And I was just wondering as a model coming up and having your figure like picked apart, critiqued going on castings and maybe not getting it. Did you struggle with body image and just all the disordered eating mess as you came up in the modeling industry? Growing up, I never thought I actually had a kind of an eating disorder, but now that I like look back at it, I and I'm a hundred percent sure that it affected me as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I started modeling, it was like, there was one type of model and she had to fit this criteria and growing up that way, when they started to accept like body equality, I still had a hard time, like seeing myself perfect as I am. Growing up, I would compare myself to a lot of other models, not realizing, you know, I'm 12 years old, I'm 13 years old, I'm 14, 15, 16, 17. Yes. I'm still growing. These other women were older than I was, but I, I think because I always thought that I was older in my mind, mm-hmm. I would compare myself to their careers, to the way they look, to the way that they would move in the way that they would be. And I feel like I needed to conform and become them instead of finding who I was. And when you're like deep into this industry back then, they would tell you, you know, these measurements were the perfect measurements. I think at the time they were like 30 to like uh, 24, 35, four. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, like at one point I had a very unhealthy um, lifestyle when I was in my late teens, which was about like 18 into my early twenties. I was heavily smoking cigarettes. I am not a smoker anymore, Mm -hmm. but, um, and drinking coffee. That was my breakfast. It was like coffee, cigarettes, and not eating. Um, I would, when I would eat, it would be like, you know, one meal a day, like kind of thing, but I loved eating. So that one meal would be like so much food. I really had to lose myself in this industry to find myself. I had to live that story. I feel like God in the universe took me on this journey of you're going to be on this path. You could either go this way or this way. So whatever path you choose, you know, it's going to create this reality for you. And you have to live this story that you're manifesting into your life. And what I manifested at the time, not knowing I was a master manifester, (laughs) was a whole lot of self-sabotage. Never thinking I was enough. Mm -hmm. 
um, always comparing myself to others, not seeing like the successes that I was going through at the time. And like you said, going back to the question that you um, asked me, I had huge body image issues. Um, And I feel like I love where I am today. I love that when I work out, I'm working out for me. I'm working out so that I could live a healthy, longer life for my three children and my husband. He's a warrior. He like pushes me to like be the best version of myself. And I feel like we're both in this light of learning how to be parents. I need to say this real quick. When you posted the video, when you found out you were top 12, your husband's reaction, like I, like he was so happy for you. It was like, he was winning it. And I just like to have that kind of support, not everyone has that. And it's such a gift. And I wanted to just bring that out. Cause I was like, he is so happy for you. And it's like, it's not a competition. It's not like he's not triggered. He's not like, Oh God, she's going to be out in SI and like feeling like insecure. He's genuinely supportive and excited for you. Both of our successes are each other's successes. So yeah. like this win is not just for me, it's for my family too. Yeah. And it's really emotional to think of the moment that I, I told him when I had found out I was in New York city and I wasn't with him. So he was the first person I called. And when I told him, he's like, not a crier, <laughs> he's my rock. So yeah. I'm an emotional one. I'm the cancer. I cry for everything. And yeah. when I told him, he just started crying. It was like the craziest thing that I've ever seen. I was crying. He was crying. And, you know, it made me really realize like he felt every bit of anxiousness, every bit of like um, prayer, every bit of things that I went through on the journey, he truly felt. Yeah. And that moment, I was like, wow, like we're in this together. You, yes. see, you see where this is going. We're both changing. Like, this is going to change our, our lives forever. You wanted this for 21 years and you yeah. have it. Like, that satisfaction and accomplishment of like, you truly manifested your dream and you're living it. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story, but actually nobody knows this. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now, this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now back to Squats and Margaritas. So SI knows that I met them 10 years ago, but because you're talking about my husband, the day that I went to go meet them was the day that I met my my husband for the first time. Stop it. Yeah. So How? both have a mutual best friend and I flew in to meet SI and then I was going to leave the next day because I I had just had my son. Our mutual best friend, they were roommates and he was like, you need to come to dinner. You can't come into the city and not see me. And I was like, I, and you know, like being a mom and like feeling like you shouldn't be, you know, like I had a lot of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Go and just process everything that happened. I was like super tired. I didn't even know if I wanted to go out. I wanted to put on a movie and he was like, no, you need to come. I had no idea that he was going to be there. I literally walked through the door. He was in his kitchen and it like, I just saw him and I was like, oh my God, you're hot. And that's <laughs> our journey, you know? And in those 10 years, like I grew up a lot and there was a lot of things I needed to mess up on and, and I needed to like date other people to know that he was the one and he needed to do the same. So through that journey of like me growing up in my career to get where I am today to be with SI, it also was my love story of my family being made through those years. So this is all coming together like super crazy all at one time. Everything aligned. I know you said you made a change in August of last year and you were going to be the best version of yourself. Like what prompted that? And when did you kind of come out of the mess and kind of find like self-love and self-acceptance? Was it right when you decided to submit for SI? Okay. So that's another crazy story. Give me it. (laughs) I have so many stories with this whole sports illustrated situation, (laughs) um, experience. It's not a situation. It is is the situation, the experience, experience. um, so I feel like my self-love journey started from the day that I was born and I just didn't realize it. Right. Um, and when I really came into like starting to fall in love with myself was about five, six years ago. Um, I went on a journey of like figuring out what my spirituality is, what the, what the world means to me, what my purpose is. And, you know, that goes with like really conforming, losing myself in the industry and being surrounded by people who, you know, I thought were my best friends, but in reality, if something happened to me, they wouldn't be there. You know, like they loved what I could offer. They loved my connections. They loved Sharina in the spotlight. That's who they they loved. And really that wasn't even who I really am. You know, at the time it was who I thought I was because I felt like I needed to conform and be this person and be the life of the party and like have to drink all the time, have to go out all the time, have to be on every red carpet, have to be seen with the right people. Like it was just a really, I feel like even though it looked really glamorous, it was a very dark time of my life. Right. And through that process, I 
started to go through this journey of self-love. And actually the person who catapulted that for me was Donna Karen. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So she threw like a beautiful luncheon for me at her place, Urban Zen in Los Angeles. And she started to talk about me in a light that I didn't see myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like pounding like champagne and like, (laughs) oh, I don't even know what she's talking about. But I would replay the videos of her saying like, what an amazing person I was. And I, I just couldn't believe that someone like her would be saying those things about me. And that started my journey of, well, who really am I? And at that time, I I decided I was going to stop drinking, stop smoking cigarettes. And I became a vegan at all at one time. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm an extremist. Yeah. this and I'm going to be healthy, then You're I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. Like, okay. I can't turn around. And I remember the day that I decided to do it, three days later, I was invited by Noah Teppenberg, love him, yeah. was invited to one of his, his restaurant openings. And I remember being around some of the people that I used to hang out with there and they offered me a drink and I said, no, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm going to like, I'm not, I'm, I'm quitting for a while. Like I need to get my life together. Yeah. And we're like, well, let's see how long that lasts. And I think that for me was like, yeah. wow, you're not like good for you. You're not happy that I want better for myself. So who am I to be around you? And like, you were surrounding me and this was the energy that I was receiving. Like, of course I ended up the way that I ended up mentally because I was surrounded by people who didn't believe in me the way that I believed in myself at that time. Um, So that really started my journey. And then I started to like, you know, kind of peel away the layers of, you know, the noise and started to go on my journey of self-love and, ended up going to the Philippines to really get like in touch with my roots. Cause I grew up Filipino, but it was very like Americanized Filipino because we're all in America. And um, I really just wanted to give back to my, like the Filipino community because I wouldn't look the way that I am or mm-hmm. have it in my heart if it didn't come from my roots. So I wanted to give back so I went back to to work with a few charities in the Philippines and like visit homeland outside of just my family. Because when I would go there when I was younger, it'd be like family and that's it. And I wouldn't go farther than that. So going there, my my purpose and goal was to really understand the culture that Philippines is, the roots that it is. And Um, One of those adventures that I went on was I went to go visit an indigenous community. And there, you know, they're not influenced by social media. They're not influenced by society and the world. They are just strictly in what their indigenous community is about. They're not comparing to anything else. They only know what they live it's them and divine source. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's them, earth, divine source. Yeah. They didn't have running water. 
They didn't have uh, electricity. They had one lighter in the in the whole community, and then wow. they would light their torches, and then like have to run to their next to their house to light their fires yeah. every night. Like it was like wow. insane. So when I went to this place, I thought, okay, I'm going to come help this place yeah. by bringing you know water, food, like. I filled an entire truck with our with my team and brought it up there and like you know was giving back to this community but in return they actually helped me mm-hmm. they made me realize like who I really am and what happened in that story was they we all came together in like their worship area and these little kids started to sing and it was like a language that I, I, it's their language. I could not comprehend it. So I just was feeling music yeah. and going through the process. And all of a sudden, like my eyes shut and I could not, mind you, I didn't take ayahuasca. I didn't take it. <laughs> okay. I was very much sober. Yeah. I was high on their vibration and yeah. like my eyes closed and I like couldn't open them. It was insane. It was like I was reliving everything that happened to me from the day that I could remember up until like that day. Wow. Relived everything. And when I opened my eyes, they came up to me and told me what they saw. And they don't know me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. In the end, I really felt this. I felt like wings were growing in my back. Like I finally remembered who I was and why I'm here. Like I'm like all the, you know how they say, oh, we're all fallen angels. We just forget. Yes. We're here. Yes. So that was my moment of, okay, this is bigger than me. And I'm just a part of it. And I have to be at service now. And at that moment forward changed my life forever. Like when I left the Philippines, everything that I did, I did from with intention and purpose. So for the past five, six years, I pride myself on being at service. Like if I could help someone get farther in their modeling career, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If I could help connect somebody to something else because it's going to help them grow, I'm going to do it. If I could speak life and love and light and it's going to help inspire somebody's life, I'm going to do it because it saved my life. Yes. Literally, the power of love and like believing in energy and God in the universe, like saved my life. Yes. And you living that way. It's like, look at the blessings that come to you because of the way that you live. Like you manifested this because you live your life in service to others. And that's why you get these blessings. Like I, I believe that. And now that you're in alignment, like everything you wanted is here. And like the fact that SI and your husband, you meet them on the same day, like it all aligned. It's, of course the universe has a hand in all of this. So was a year ago, SI, your first time submitting? More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Guys, I have found the magic. And who would I be to not share that magic with you, my loyal Squats and Margaritas listeners, if you are looking for a little extra something? Maybe you're going out with the girls tonight. Maybe you have a date with your husband. Maybe you have a big work event. Maybe you just want to look bomb while you're out on your daily walk. 
you need Rejuvalift. Rejuvalift is a tightening clay that you just tap wherever you need it. Forehead, those little 11s between your eyebrows. I use it on the bags under my eyes, my crow's feet. You tap it wherever you need it. You let it sit in four minutes and the results last for up to seven hours. Make Rejuvalift the first step in your beauty routine. Even before you put on makeup, I have tried it. I am obsessed. It is magic. And now Squats and Margaritas listeners can get 20% off at rejuvaliftbeauty.com using code margaritas. That's R-E-J-U-V-A-L-I-F-T-beauty.com and use promo code margaritas. 20% off, free shipping. You're welcome. Now back to Squats and Margaritas. Yeah, so this past round was the first time I self-submitted myself. Remember, like people have been on this journey, like Jenna, I think she's, this is her second time submitting. So like, even if you don't make it the first time, like keep going. If you truly believe in this, in your heart, like take this round of seven finalists to understand like you're capable of it. If you truly believe that this is a part of your purpose, like make that shit happen, (laughs) embody it, be it. Oh, sure enough, I've just recently been on like a spiritual journey. There was a blue butterfly that kept coming to my door and I ended up making a nonprofit foundation called Blue Butterfly for teen girls that are struggling with body image and self-worth. Every day, Sharina, this butterfly would just, it wouldn't fly away. And I'm like, I'm noticing things now and manifesting. And like, you have to live in alignment and be it before it happens. I truly believed that I was going to get it. Like, I believed that my message of like coming through bulimia and anorexia and coming out on the other side of it. Cause like you said, I know I went through that to be able to come out on the other side and bring the next person out of it, share my story, drop the shame of it. And now show somebody that you can come out and love who you are. And I just, I believed that with that message, like I thought I was going to get it. And I remember finding out the day that I didn't get it. My first reaction, like I was disappointed, obviously, but my first like thought was, oh my God, I'm so glad nobody knows I uh, submitted. Like people would be like, who do you think you are? Like, you're not a model. You're a 41 year old mom of two. And I had all this like, well, at least nobody knows. And then like a few days later, I was like, I'm a 41 year old mom of two who loved myself enough and has enough confidence now that I thought I belonged in Sports Illustrated. That's the win. Like the fact that I went from a place where I hated who I was and I hated my body and could come out and feel, even if it was delusional confidence, feel confident enough to submit for that. I won. just realizing that was the win. So that is a huge win. Absolutely. (laughs) hundred percent. But also like (laughs) what, what I'm learning from this journey is the power of voice, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I caught from what you said was that you're glad that nobody knew that you submitted, but maybe like going forward, you use this platform and you use your story and you let people know and you, because this is the power that SI is. It's all about being out there, not being afraid because they're ready to like help you get to the next level of your life. Cause they're very capable of that. Yeah. So it's like for them, it's, you know, maybe at that time you just weren't 
ready to be there, but your soul knows you're there because you felt it deep inside your soul. And these signs with the butterflies and all of those things, these are all signs. And take it from me, like it took me 21 years to finally believe, to finally use my voice, to finally say like, I don't want my hair long. I want to cut it all off. Right. Yes. I want to do this. This is what I want to do with my life. People wanted me like real skinny. I'm like, that's not the kind of girl I want to be. I want this kind of body and I'm going to work towards it. And this is what I'm going to do. And the moment I decided to use my voice to be an inspiration, to use the story that was given to me because I went through it, like all of that made like were steps in becoming this now version of myself, this rookie worthy woman. Yes, I feel like I really came into myself and this journey to being a sports illustrated rookie has been like a North star because it's been something that I've worked and envisioned and been taking steps towards for 21 years, maybe my steps were kind of side, you know, crooked a little bit. Sometimes it was going one it wasn't way straight, the- but you were going straight. <laughs> yeah. And eventually I figured it out. So <laughs> it's like, it's all a process. Like one of the things that I would love to hear and see from you is you have such a beautiful story. Your story is so amazing and so empowering and so relatable. Like use it resubmit yourself use those things like be the person that you want to see in the world like that's that's what changed me like who am i to say that i want to see something in the world when i'm not living that light? when i'm not speaking that life when i'm not giving that energy because you get what you receive you know yes get what you give you put it out you get it back yeah it's the law of attraction so To me, it was like really stepping into myself and really understanding, okay, I need to take a step back. I feel like this journey was just a living testimony and like a confirmation for me that, okay, what I'm speaking is true because at the end of the day, we are all on this learning journey, right? Yes. And all figuring it out. I feel like this is just a stepping stone in a way for me to help other people believe in themselves. Because for so many years, I was told like, I couldn't do this. Like as a a model, like that's the thing. You were living as a model, living the life. Everyone sees this gorgeous, what you perceive as confident woman. And you were told you couldn't do this. That's like, (laughs) and so the first time it's like sports illustrated called me in and told me like, you know, I met with MJ. I met her. I talked to her. I was 22, turning 23 at the time. And I am so glad that that version of me didn't go all the way because I wouldn't be putting out the message that I would be putting out now. A hundred percent. That like, it was all divine timing of when yeah, I needed, it was- like, that was just God showing me, look, yes, it's possible. Yes. But you're not ready. You're not even close to it. So yes. I so- and look at you now. And now you would have the platform, not having your message that you have now. It's like, 
God gave you the platform when you're sharing this love and light and finding yourself and making the changes that you did five years ago. And it, that platform would not have been shared if you got it when you thought you wanted it. It's like God's timing. The way I was looking at it is exactly what you said. Like, yes, I could have not told anyone. Cause it's embarrassing that like, you, Oh, you thought you were going to be in sports illustrated. Like you weren't chosen. I could have said nothing, but I'm saying you can get to a point where you're that confident to believe and be able to submit. Even after all the mess I put my body through, I have to share that I have gotten myself to a point that I was confident enough to submit. And that's my message. Like, even Absolutely. if I didn't get it, I didn't even think about resubmitting. Cause it was like it, me submitting taught me that I have gotten to a place of self-love and acceptance and love myself enough that I had the confidence to submit as a mom of two at 41. So that was why I shared it. I was like, it's embarrassing. Like, but the fact that I have changed my life that you can change your life. It's not, you're not too old. Like it's not too late. Whatever you've been through, you can get your body and your confidence to a point where you love yourself and you feel like you belong in Sports Illustrated and that's the win. And that's why I shared it. <laughs> and you have the confidence and that's still growing. I feel like you've now like just collected a bigger resume, right? Like of things that you're, <laughs> you're working on. You created your charity. You created yeah. your your experience as a mom. You created this podcast. You're creating avenues for people to feel related to your story and to understand being a mom is sexy. Being, I love that you do it, that you got it. Yes. We, <laughs> we, we birth people. <laughs> we are freaking sexy. Every stage of us. Yes. Like one of my boobs is bigger than the other from breastfeeding. I don't even have boobs, but it's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we are amazing human beings. We really are. And I yeah. feel like moms sometimes, and I've been guilty of this through the process of being a mother, um, of losing my identity in the beginning. Yes. Of like, okay, life kind of stopped because now I'm here. Yes, at the time, because your children really need you right? But I feel like people stay in that vibration rather than understanding like, hey, 18 years from now, when your kids are gone, this was the best advice I ever heard. Who are you? Right. Who are you when they leave? Because they're going to leave and they're going to have their own lives. And then what? Then, then you're searching for yourself. And it took X amount of years, like for you to figure that out. It's like, my best advice to any parent is to find what you love, to do what you love in the midst of you being a parent. Because when you're doing what you love, you're allowing your children to see, okay, mom's doing what she loves. So that means I can do what I love yes. and make success from it. And we be the examples, like we're breaking the barriers of, generational curses that maybe we've seen through our lives because when my mom had me her life stopped because she was basically a single mom she had to do her thing and I think when I was about 13 years old was when she stepped into her power and said no I deserve love although I did not understand it because it was all about us for a little bit yeah but you know now looking back at everything like I'm happy she did that because when we left, she had her partner, someone who loves her, somebody who like 
is her strong rock and her everything, you know? In the end of the day, it's like, if we don't take the steps as human beings to to really find ourselves, like when all of these new things are happening in our lives, um, then we'll always be in the same level in life. Yes. And I feel like we stay at that level because of shame and guilt and mom guilt of like, I'm a mom. I talked to Melissa Bernstein. Do you have a Melissa and Doug toys? Like, I feel like she's like, it's like the, so Melissa came on, she has six kids. And I was like, how in the hell do you balance like a brand? And like, I was like, right now I have a curly haired little boy, like tapping on the window in my inclination when to be like, Oh, hold on, stop. What do you need, honey? You are most important. I'm like, I have to show him, you know, that he's the most important. She was like, no. I mean, she completely reframed it. She goes, you show him that what mommy's doing is also very important. And she's like, you said you have a daughter, don't you? It's what you said. Don't you want her to have something she's passionate about? So if she sees you like, oh, my little show, sure. What do you need? Like, it's not important. You're showing her that it's not important. And don't you want her to have something she's passionate about? And I was like, it was such a reframe. She's like, don't stop and be like, oh no, what do you need? What you do is important. And you show her that now, and you're modeling that you can have it all. And they're fine. Like, I'm always like, well, honey, what's, if I weren't looking at him, he would just walk away. It's us. I feel yeah. like I have to look at him because I feel guilty. He's like, okay, whatever. He'll go find his sister. But we put so much pressure on ourselves as moms. It's like, I don't want to feel like I'm not paying attention and I'm and my work is more important, but they're like, whatever it's us. Like we have to get out of that mindset that like, you're not just a mom. You matter too. Yeah. We are our greatest critics. Yes. critics. <laughs> Beings like, no, there's nobody who can get in the way of, and I feel like I proved this for myself. <laughs> there's nobody who can get in the way of your blessings besides yourself. Yes. Right. So it's like being a mom, you're carrying on the burden of like your, no, not the burden, but like the weight, the weight of your entire family's mental health on your shoulders. You're yes. carrying their tears you're carrying your husband's like 20 percent at the moment you're carrying all this weight on yourself in the midst of trying to show up for yourself yes so sometimes we have to just take that weight off and understand okay for this period of time this is what's important mom is important and in order for us to reap more success or to see more things happen in our lives or to just basically be a good mom, mm -hmm. I need to focus on this. I need to focus on me because I feel like in order to be like the best parent you can be, you have to love yourself enough to know it's okay to not be there all the time. Yeah. Because you can't be there for them all the time through their life. They're, you know, there's going to be a point in time where they need to figure it out on their own. Mm -hmm. When did when you step into that? Because I still have the, like, I feel like I have to do it and asking him, like, do you think it's in there, his kids? It's not like, it's almost like, I'm like, if you have time to watch your own children, like I take it all on. And I feel like if I have to ask for help, it's almost like, Oh, you need like other moms could handle everything. And I, I validate myself by handling everything. And if I ask for help, then I like, I needed help to, yeah. I couldn't do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know that like, you're not alone in that journey because I went through those same struggles okay. with my partner. And I feel like it might be very common for a lot of 
people. Um, I, you know, I would, I was always the type of person to be like, okay, your mental health is very important. And sometimes it's more important than mine. So do what you need to do for you. And then I would hold resentment because I'd be like, okay, now you're going and you're gone like all day. Yes. And <laughs> I'm here, like my battery is running completely. I'm depleted and now I'm snapping at everything. Yes. You're asking yeah. me what's wrong with me when you, I shouldn't even have to ask, right? Yes. And um, what I've learned is the power of communication. Yes. Something that my partner and I are learning because we're like, hey, you are important. I am important. Your mental health is important. My mental health is important. If we don't make this a priority, we are going to raise children from trauma. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Now back to squats and margaritas. They are going to be experiencing low vibrations of each other. And yeah. then they're, you and I are going to are not connecting. And then they're going to think that their relationship should be like that when they grow up. Yeah. We cannot do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, him and I had to really come together. We had to sit at the table. We had to be away from family and really come together. And he let me know like, okay, this is what I need to make me happy. And I said, okay, well, this is our cards. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to meet in the middle. And I, I showed my cards and I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, instead of like playing against each other, like a yes. not playing against each other, we got to work together. Team. Yes. Communicating. I just, yes. that's all we, it is. We yeah. live by our family mantra. And that's a big reason why I created mama mantra. Uh -huh. Talk about that. We, every family has their own mantra and they have to find it. For our family, it's love always wins. So if we can operate from a place of love, no matter what situation, we're going to win, right? My kid got in trouble in school. I can either A, get really mad or B, like, try, you know, get down to the bottom of why it happened mm -hmm. from a place of love, be understanding of it not allowed him to disrespect me, of course, but like, you know, yeah. my foot down, let him understand that with a place of love, you're always going to win. Like, it's like a perspective thing. And with anything, like sometimes my husband and I don't communicate properly. And those types of things end up not vibrating from a place of love, right? Yep. So we always have to circle back to our family mantra of love always wins. And that's why I was inspired to really create Mama Mantra because I wanted to create a safe space for moms, dads, families in a whole to feel seen and heard. Yes. In the end of the day, sometimes we feel so alone. Yes. And I, and I got that when I had that dinner with my husband, I like realized like, you feel alone just like I felt alone, like, but we were never alone. We were here. And nobody's <laughs> communicating that though. So you just think it's you. And just yeah. even when you just said it, like, I feel you. Cause I went through that too. Made me be like, Oh, okay. Nobody says it. So you've created a place where you say it and you don't feel alone. Where can people go to like be a part of it? I'm launching mama mantra, the beginning of 2024. So everybody can 
be able to experience them, the community that Mama Mantra is. Um, it is a family necessity line. So we're going to be having baby cutlery and clothing and all of these things. Our goal is to really let families know that at any point you can reset. There's not a perfect time like, oh, right now is the perfect time. No, at any point you can stop, reset and say, you know what? I really don't like where I'm vibrating right now. I'm going to choose to forgive myself and just change. I'm going to change my mindset. I'm going to attract what I want to attract. And in, in us doing that and being like a barrier of light for that, our goal is to help parents and families raise conscious children, right? That they can go forward and do that with their friends and to do that with their future families is to understand like, we're not perfect people. We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to not communicate. We're going to piss somebody off. We're going to cry. We're going to hurt. But how do we come back from that? Yes. How do we reset from that? So Mama Mantra is a safe space for people to understand and to be reminded that you can reset and that you can attract the life that you deserve, that you are safe to feel and you are safe to express, you're safe to communicate. And you are just a living example of that. Like you were like, I'm vegan. I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. I'm not vegan anymore. (laughs) Well, you're showing you can make a change at any point and be like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. You've done that. Yeah. I had, I, at the time that I did become vegan, I had to become vegan just to like clean my body from all of the things that I had been doing, which was drinking and like smoking cigarettes. And I, I felt it vibrationally. I excelled Um, going forward. Like I did that for five years. And then after my second child, I was like, I feel like I wasn't getting enough nutrition. Yeah. And that I going into my third child, I was like, okay, I need to just listen to my body. Yes. Cause I was craving, I was craving like chicken and fish. <laughs> and steak. I was like, what is going on? And of course I have to like, understand that it's not just me. I'm growing another human being mm-hmm. that is making me crave those things for a reason. Yeah. You're in tune with what your body did not need it at that time. It was like, I need to like purge my system and get this out. And now you're in tune again. Now my body needs it. You're just intuitive. You just have to check in with yourself. And for me, like bulimia and anorexia, I was so used to like not listening to what my body needed and just like mentally checking out from that and like relearning that is so key. And that's how I live now. Um, I could talk to you for the rest of the day. I am going to close this out. I have two questions. First of all, squats and margaritas is about finding the balance being a mom and juggling all the things as an entrepreneur, you've got mama mantra coming as a sports illustrated rookie mom of three, a wife. How do you balance all the things? Like how do you show up in all of those areas or how are you striving to find the balance in all the places you have to be? I first start off by tuning in with myself. You know, I have to show up for myself. So to show up for all of those other things, I have to show up for me first. Yes. So in order to do that, I like put reminders. Like for me, I I operate really well with mantras and I operate really well with like reminders everywhere. So my thing is in the morning, 
my routine. Mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, I go to my mirror and on my mirror, I have my vision board. Like I move like my vision board of what I'm, what I want to manifest into my life and post it note galore. Okay. (laughs) And ones that I start with is how am I showing up for what I pray for every day? Love that. So in order for me to balance everything else in my life, I need to show up for what I am praying for. Whatever that day brings, because I'm self-employed. So my schedule is much different from like somebody who has a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. So this way works for me. Um, If I do suggest that, like, if you do work a nine to five job, try to wake up 10 minutes earlier. And instead of getting up and like be on fight mode of, okay, I got to get through the day, like. Those 10 minutes are dedicated to you being awake in yourself, sitting, being still and saying, okay, I am worthy of all the abundance that today is going to bring. I can balance with all that life throws at me today. And, you know, my work does not define me as a person. I am greater than my work and I am doing this to provide. Like when you can have those conversations with yourself and really build your soul and like an understanding with yourself that you're going to walk that day with purpose, it's much easier to balance everything because whatever life throws at you, you're capable of like being the ninja, right? You're like, oh, I passed that test. (laughs) But sometimes a brick's going to hit you and that's okay. Yeah. No, but we all heal from that. We can all press that reset button and say, okay, you know what? I don't like how I reacted with that. And maybe I blew up and yelled and maybe I didn't handle that properly, but this is my reset button. That moment does not define me. So I'm going to go back into my balance. I'm going to go back into my self-work and I'm going to move forward. So that's how I feel like I balance things because I make sure that I check in with myself. If I feel that anxiety like building up, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to sit and I'm just going to tune in and say, okay, what's going on? And sometimes it's really hard to do when you're Mm -hmm. in (laughs) all the chaos, but that's where the power is, right? Of like remembering to come back to that practice remembering to it's it's a journey so I needed that like for me I'm so like hyper vigilant I guess is my therapist calls it like 10 minutes of sitting there and I'd be like think of all the things I could unload the dishwasher in 10 minutes I could put these clothes away I can never just sit because I'm like think of all the things that I could do just calm the f down you don't have to be doing nobody's holding me to the standard I have to do all the things except me just take a second and it's going to serve you more to sit in that space with yourself than unloading the dishwasher. Like I needed to hear that message. Thank you. <laughs> and I needed to hear that message from you because that is exactly how I am. Like I always tell my husband, I'm like, I can't rest until <laughs> everything around me is like at peace Same. and everything is done. And then I don't have to think. And he's like, well, that's how you operate. That's not how I operate. So I've had to meet in the middle. Yes. of everything everything is about balance 
It is. And you you're modeling that and just communicating what you need, not expecting him to live the same way. Like, how are we going to go to bed? There's dishes in the sink. You can't go to the bed. I have to have everything clean. He's like, why? You can't expect that for somebody else. It's a balance. Well, um, I also tell him, I'm like, you know, if I can balance you, then you can balance me. So true. sometimes it's okay for you to be like, you know what, that's what will make you feel more comfortable Then I will go out of my way. And if I, I've had to t- like tell him like that. Like if I can go out of my way and say, hey, you need this for your mental peace. Well, I need this for my yeah. mental peace. And it's a lot faster if we do it together. Because his whole thing is, you're in the kitchen. So, I mean, I can't be in the kitchen when you're in the kitchen. I'm like, the kitchen is huge. <laughs> you can come be in here with us. No. Together. We <laughs> okay. can do this together. And like, he's been in places where he's like, do you really have to yell? Like, <laughs> so he's, he's, we're very much like, okay. He uses his voice. I use my voice. Okay. How can we use it together? Communicate. You, you've just changed yeah. everything for me. I, I expect him to do things, but I don't ask. So use your voice and communicate. Sharina, this is more than I could have wanted it to be. Everything you said, like all the gems, you're obviously going to take over the world. So if anybody else wants to come along for that journey and see what you do next, where can they find you? Thank you. Um, you can find me at Sharina Gutierrez. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-A Gutierrez, G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z on Instagram. You can follow me, um, DM me. I love talking to people as Aaron knows. Like <laughs> if I feel like it's in alignment with and my soul is like, hey, write back this person. Like yeah. I am totally up for it. Um, yeah. Follow me, DM me if you have any family questions, needs, personal like advice that I could give you. I will be at service. Um, yes. And you can know. find her on Instagram. You can also find her in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. <laughs> Just in case you didn't hear. Oh. I am so excited for you and I can't wait to see it. Thank you, Erin, <laughs> for letting me be a part of this journey with you. Um, letting me be a part of your amazing community and many blessings for you. I pray for you and your blessings. I can't wait to see what manifests for you in the future. And maybe we should do something where it's like 10 years from now when you have your own talk show and I'm (laughs) come together and say, remember that time? Yeah. Put it into the universe because whatever you put out happens. So yes, I will see you in 10 years, but I hope I see you before then. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. 